Sasquatch, the moon landing, UFOs, 9-11, Flat Earth, JFK. All of these things have one thing in common, unanswered questions. So let's get to the bottom of that. Three strong men from the East rise from the ashes of censorship and cancel culture. From the strange and twisted mind of Mike. Probably the best evidence for lizard people that I've seen is the CEO of Pfizer. His throat literally like expands like it's like a frog. Might be reptilian. We're not sure. From the unscripted and unthoughtful mind of Jason. The Chinese brought these drones that look like birds to the United States so they can spy on us. Birds aren't real. Change my mind. Alex Jones said it. It's a fact. Also, from the mind that is on the edge of the lunatic fringe and reaches far into a bottomless void of nothingness. Byron Dice. Listen, if the moon landing was real, how come we haven't been back since then? And why was all the data scrubbed and destroyed? You know what I'm talking about? It's just weird. Wait, what if it was real and there's a moon base up there we don't even know about? That would explain Roswell. Dice Man Enterprises exclusively presents a talk show that will get to the bottom of things once and for all. And now here's your host for Let's Get to the Bottom of That three weirdos on a mic i tell you what every time we open this show the intro just sets the stage for these three weirdos that are around the table right now gets me hype i mean every time we listen to the intro i'm like it sets the stage for the show because we are three weirdos it does talking about stuff that really matters it does matter it does matter somebody needs to know this stuff I need to know. Because everyone has asked, hey, that's weird. Let's get to the bottom of that. I think that's the first thing that Mike said to me when we met each other. He was talking about something weird in the desert or something. He said, we need to get to the bottom of that. And boom, I was like, well, that sounds like a good podcast. That sounds like the title of the show. (laughs) So I was like, I need to talk to him about that. So here we are, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Get to the Bottom of That. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Last week, we covered... September 11th, Attack on Freedom. And of course, like we told you last week, it was a part two because we just couldn't get into the collapse of the buildings because we just ran up on an hour. And I try to respect respect everybody's time. If we bump up to an hour, I usually cut it. So we'll see what happens. So how are you guys doing? Doing great. Had a good week? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a great week. Good week. Yeah. What about you? Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Hurt Enjoying my leg. I took some stuff to the dump and jumped up on the truck and just landed wrong. Uh, yeah, it's it's like swollen and all me? black. Well, the, the whole shin thing. Uh, it was weird. That doesn't sound good. Yeah, I was like, am I 30? What happened? <laughs> I was like, maybe I was acting like I was 30. I can't jump up on a truck yeah, like that anymore. Anyway, um, let's see. Oh, you know, we didn't. T- let's talk about it now. We didn't talk about it before I hit record. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go ahead and get a question of the day out because there's a question of the day. Oh, yes. Last week. Yes, let's do that. Um, for uh, 9-11. So the question of the day today, I haven't even thought about this. Maybe we should, because if we're going to cover it, are we going to cover the speed that the buildings fell? I think we should cover everything. Yeah. So do can. you have that info? I don't. I, I mean, I, I can tell you it went down at free fall speed. So 
Yeah, I don't have it in my notes. Oh, yeah, I do have it. I got it. Okay. okay, so that's the question of the day, is how fast did the buildings fall before they, you know, what was the speed, rate of mm-hmm. speed? That's the question of the day. And then uh, the polling question, I don't know, what's Jason's last name? And I'll put all the names out there and see if you can guess it. That'll be the poll question. I'm related to Biden. Jason Biden. Jason Biden. I didn't know he had a brother. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's got some sons. Oh, by the way, the Biden, the Biden episode is killing it. Yeah. I mean, I think so just because of what's going on now with with uh, Hunter. I mean, now he's, he's he's going to prison now, but for taxes. Oh, yeah, the taxes. Yeah. Is he what? for sure going to prison, or yeah, is I mean, he going to find a way to I heard weasel day, his way out of it? I'm sure they'll, they'll try to weasel his way out of it. And if he does go to the prison, it's going to be something like what Martha Stewart did, you know? Yeah. Some kind of. Oh, like a country club. Country club yeah. prison yeah. with tennis courts and yeah. stuff. Yeah. That, you got a jumpsuit on with your name on the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's yeah. why. Yeah. I think that's why that episode's has such. More I think. Uh, I think January sixth is going to catch it though. It's about. It's about nine. Nine plays behind. I think it's going to catch up. Because they're still will. talking about that. Yeah. That junk today. But anyway. Oh yeah. <laughs> what happened? The Russian collusion. Remember that? Oh, oh yeah, that we, was a big deal. We definitely yeah. remember that. Lord, I mean, yeah. you can look back in the past and just go, okay, all these little false flags that people talk about, and they just distract. Yes. That's all they do is just distraction. Yes. The Russian collusion was a distraction. Yes. The COVID mask vax was a distraction. Yep. Against what I don't know. Maybe that was a thing. And we'll probably have to do an episode on that right. itself because I think it was just a, a thing of control. Let's see how we can control the public. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a huge part of it. Yeah, I, so. I also remember like back when Trump was president, there was something related to like the Russia hoax that they were trying to um, talk about where they said like there was footage that russia had of trump with like some prostitutes oh yeah that was steel yeah the P, the pp gate or the steel yeah yes. what was his name uh, i don't know remington steel that was a show <laughs> in the 80s sorry uh i forgot his name the, he's a british he, he was mi6 agent and he wrote this whole thing they yeah, the they hired dossier yeah the steel dossier they they that was in there so mm-hmm. they hired him to write this thing so I mean, yeah it was crazy the golden shower. It yeah. was the golden shower. Yes. I think that's a thing in those circles, though. It is. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to go there. Uh, let's talk about 9-11 Part 2. Let's part do it. Two. Now, we uh, left you with uh, final thoughts. I'll, I'll just recap what we left you with last week. Uh, military spending has increased by $100 billion a year in the U.S. since 9-11. Hmm. Uh, nearly all of the Bill of Rights have been subverted. Thank you very much. Two, preemptive. I did this last week. Uh, over 800,000 civilians over the last whatever wars have been waged. That's how many civilians have been killed since then. And Homeland Security was created along with the Patriot Act. Patriot Act. Yep. Oh, hey, is Homeland Security different from, uh, what was that, the organization you mentioned me earlier, DHS? Yeah, that's Department of Homeland Department, Security. Department, okay, Department. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was the final thoughts we left you on. We didn't get to get into the weird stuff that was happening with Buildings 1, 2, and 7. Yep. Who wants to start? Did, did we go over the Pentagon, too, like how that was kind of sketchy? Yeah, we went over the Pentagon. Okay, we, yeah, yeah. We, we, we touched on that one okay. for sure. Yeah, how there was no recordings, right. and there's over 80 recordings, and they haven't released it yet, yeah. Even though that's just public knowledge. Yep. Over, over 20 years later, we still don't have that. Yeah. That's like the moon landing. Where's that footage? 
<laughs> with Walter Conkright? Nah, I'm not buying it. That's true. Anyway, yep. that's another podcast. <laughs> Who wants to start? Sure. Should we start with like the official story on what the how they collapsed? Are you talking about the pancake theory? Yeah. What, yeah, go what, ahead. What NIST released. So NIST is the National Institute of Standards and Technology, and they published the results of an investigation into the collapses of the towers. Um, the investigators did not find anything substandard in the design of the Twin Towers, uh, but they determined fires to be the main cause of the collapses, uh, finding that sagging floors pulled inward on the perimeter columns, causing them to bow and then to buckle. Um, once the upper section of the building began to move downwards, a total progressive collapse was unavoidable. That's what they say. Uh, and same story for building seven. They said heavy debris from the twin towers damaged the building and started fires that resulted in the collapse. Um, and it's worth noting that these are the only three steel frame skyscrapers in history to collapse due to fire damage. Steel frame. Steel frame. And the architect that built the towers, built it so it could withstand what type of jet? Um, a Boeing? Yeah, the largest plane in the world at the time. I think it was like a Boeing 757. So what we're saying is a Boeing 757, I designed this tower. So, yeah. so if it hits it, it's it's going to withstand that hit. It's not going to fall. Right. But if a fire happens to break out in the office, we're doomed. Right. Is that... Exactly. It, it, Basically. Is that what I get? Okay. That, that's what we're led to believe. Okay. If the wind blows, <laughs> it will fall. <laughs> yep. Speaking of that, you know, I'm sorry to get off topic here. The Washington Monument mm-hmm. is 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 just built stone on stone. There's there's no plaster, there's no cement. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I mean, like if a if something hits at the top, it's toppling. So it's just like a big it's cement just, Jenga tower, basically. Yes. Okay. How is that still up? I don't know. Either they're lying to me because I get this stuff from the dude that's sitting there with a Mountie hat on, you know, in the, the park ranger suit, and he's telling me all about it's this just history. just a homeless dude that's telling yeah. you some random facts. <laughs> he's like, you know, you could knock this over pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, I saw a gust of wind yesterday. This thing was, he was tipping over. He's like, yeah, no glue, no adhesive, no nothing. This thing's just sitting on top of it. Yeah, which makes no sense because how'd Spider-Man get up there and not topple that's it over? True. That's weird. Anyway, off topic. Okay, since you just read that, I'm going to read this. And this is a bullet point that I got, which I think corroborates. Can't talk. Thank you. The pancake story goes like this. The fires from the airplane heated up the columns enough for the floors to break loose from the center column. Mm -hmm. And then one by one, with gravity's help, the building collapsed. But no one saw any of the floors stacked up at the bottom of the stack like a pancake. Mm, right. They were just pulverized. Yep. So so could floors go like all the way down and, and, and not be pulverized? I mean, would that cause a pulverization? No. I'm uh-uh. I mean, I'm not a scientist. I'm not an engineer. But it's just common sense would think that a floor built like that Right. Would not pulverize just by landing on itself, right? Because if it if it collapsed that way, you'd have one floor collapses onto the next floor beneath it. That one would hold it for a little bit until it buckles, until it buckles. Right? There would be resistance. It, yeah, there would be resistance. Resistance. It would not go at free fall speed like it did. There would be resistance. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. He's thinking about this. Jason is. 
Yeah, but with every buckle of each floor, it'd get heavier and heavier. heavier, and heavier, heavier. It would. With gravity. Yes. So the resist. So at some point, would there, there be no resistance. no resistance, or at least the resistance so minimal that it seems as though it's free falling? That's a good once, question. Once you get towards the end, you could maybe argue that, but um, but you would still see them stacked up, right? Like pancakes. I would assume you would see more evidence of that than was present in yeah, the, than pulverized, in, right? Yes. And what about the the center column? If they're all just falling loose from that center, why is that center? Is it why supported is it by the floors? I guess there's beams mm-hmm. connected to the center, and that's why they fell. It's it's like it, the whole thing fell at one time. Yeah, the whole thing like there did, wasn't yeah, a, there did, wasn't uh, floors, and then there was a center. Of the column yeah. just sitting up there waiting to fall over. Right. It fell with it. Correct. So, I don't know. That that official story is just weird to me. Mm-hmm. But I there's several smarter people, like 9-11 architects for tr- tr- how's it, yeah, Truth. Yeah, the, uh, the architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth. For not, yeah. Now, these guys are smart. They've done actual test yeah. in, in, in the field. To mimic what the official story is, and they can't, they can't reproduce it. Yeah, they can't do it. Yep. Yeah, there's actually a really good YouTube channel out there called Physics and Reason, where one guy he's a he's a PE, he's a civil engineer, and he's he goes through all sorts of experiments trying to prove what they say in the NIST report, and he cannot do it. Comes up short every time, but uh, he's able to kind of explain how it happened and it's kind of explained in the way that we're about to get into today yeah and then because he actually does he said well i can't make it fall Mm -hmm. like they said it did but i can make it fall the way it did by doing xyz right and he does something different which is blowing columns out it is and experiments are important because Experiments are the arbiter of competing hypotheses. So if ooh, say that again. Experiment for the folks in the back. So experiments are the arbiter of competing hypotheses. So if you if you have one hypothesis that says it happened this way, and I have another hypothesis that said no, it didn't happen this way. It happened that way. An experiment is what would be the arbiter of what happened there. You'd have okay. to prove your assertion through an experiment. Right. So right, a physical experiment. Yeah. Right. Yes. Which would prove your theory. Yeah. Or but disprove. No, there's been zero. That's what I was going to ask. Has yes, NIST has NIST done these? No. Or are they just coming out and saying these weird yeah, liars? What they do is they're like, it happened this way because my computer model said so. But yeah. the thing about a computer model is you can get a computer model to say anything. Yeah. Com- yeah. It's called a program. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> you, you can design it in such a way where it can say, and it, you know, it comes out with what result you want to have. So. Computer models can't be looked at as like the end all be all. You need an actual experiment. Yeah, you need real plan. world observation science. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's why the dinosaurs aren't real because mm-hmm. nobody was there to witness it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and when you look at the Twin Towers coming down, one thing that you'll notice, like when you um, see some of the footage in slow motion, you can notice some of this. It looks like it's being destroyed by waves of explosions that basically pulverized the tower um, and hurled steel beams up to like 600 feet in all directions, by the way. They found steel beams hurled in 600 feet every direction. Um, But as it's coming down, you can see like little explosions happening before the piece that's coming down. Like it went off a little early, so you can kind of see it. 
Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, now, now that? to debunk that, aren't they just saying that's just getting blown out from the pressure of the of the floors falling? That's what they say. Yeah, was that possible? Um, I don't think so because then you'd have to also explain why there was uh, molten steel running down the side of the building. Um, yeah, which I, why don't I, they explain that? Because they can't. They can't, and they've actually said they can't explain it. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute. Um, speaking of that, my next bullet point says, for well over six weeks, count it, six weeks after the collapse, hot spots of over 200, or excuse me, 2,000 Fahrenheit were documented in the debris at the bottom. That is over 200 Fahrenheit hotter. That's 200 degrees hotter than jet fuel can burn in most controlled conditions. Yep. So... Very weird. How do you explain that? So what substance could burn that hot? Hotter than jet fuel. And that would... Thermite. Oh, that's right. Thermite. Thermite can. And that's what a lot of people think is, you know, what happened here. Because there's evidence that points to the involvement of thermite. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Well, molten... It says molten metal was seen by numerous eyewitness accounts flowing from the towers. So you got eyewitness accounts seeing this. You can see it on video... I don't know why NIST doesn't address it. Well, we do know why, but <clears throat> we can't talk about that because of the black van out in the parking <laughs> lot. Uh, nanothermite was found in the debris of the towers after the collapse. So they actually found, uh, d- you know, actual thermite in the rubble. Nobody wants to talk about that. Yep. All three towers came down the same way, free fall speed, just like a controlled demolition. We've well, all seen that. Why would there, I mean, would there be any reason why there would be thermite? Other than it was placed? No. On purpose? Yeah, because it's an incendiary. I mean, it's it would be there for, for, specific the, reason. for the specific reason right. of damaging the structural integrity sure. of the building. Yeah. I don't know who said I don't know if my I don't know if Susan said this, but I, I can't remember who said it, but they said didn't they build these buildings with that stuff in or surrounded by the beams in case they had to do this one day? Like just normally, I gotta build. I, I gotta remember, take I remember a build- Susan saying something. I gotta take a building down. Yeah. Let me put the stuff in here in case we need to use it one day for a demolition. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. I, I don't know about that. I don't want to speculate too much. Yeah, I don't so either. I'm not sure because I wouldn't want to. We need to talk to the guy that built it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Can you get him on, Jason? I, he died. Next, <laughs> it, it would. Did he really? Yeah, we can't find him. <sighs> it would seem weird to me, like if you're building skyscrapers, like basically rigged with incendiaries, ready to go. That is kind of weird, that though. Would, that would seem a little... That's kind of, kind of dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, it Like, what like if you it. set the wrong thing off? Yeah, if the wrong person... Hey, can you go get me a coffee? Yeah. Oh, well, the coffee's sparking. Oh, no! Get yeah. to the... Get to the elevator. Yeah, so my gut instinct says they probably didn't do it from the outset, but that would surprise me. Okay, let's just, let's just go theory time real quick. <clears throat> so if we're talking about thermite, and we're talking about controlled demolition, there had to be somebody that place this stuff how many i mean how many people involved that hasn't come forward whistleblower type people that that would have said hey you know i was there i did that or they is it just so fearful for their lives that we don't talk about that or maybe they're so deeply embedded in the government that that's their life and i'm doing this for the country well i mean you know what i'm saying yeah let's go theory time on that how much money does it take to keep somebody's you know from talking i mean if Hypothetically, if I was involved, which I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. Know. But how much money would it take? I mean, throw to, me a 
Throw like, me 10 mil. I'm not saying anything <laughs> to anybody. So it just really? depends. Yeah. So if you were the guy that they were like, hey, get this guy to put thermite in it here. It depends. Yeah, you know, depends on what it is. Like somebody says, hey, I need you to do something. I need you to keep quiet. I'm going to say, how much? If they threw. Everyone, I, in my opinion, and I always tell my wife this, I think everybody has a number. Everybody has a number. And we like to say that we don't, but until we're face-to-face with you know, that cash and that briefcase. Yeah, and you're, until you're there. Yeah. Right. I think we all have a number. I think most of them were paid off, either paid off or intimidated by, um, by the government. Yep. Okay, that's a good point. I, I, think there's, I think there's definitely some truth to that. I think, you know, if you start throwing around big numbers to people that are everyday folks or whatever, they could keep their mouth shut. Yeah. For sure. And let's go a step further. What if it's even that, but you know how it's like, okay, I'm some nefarious guy and I know the whole story and I'm doing this on purpose and I'm, I know what's going to happen and I, that's just me. But what if it's guys that, hey, here's what we want you to do, but they don't have the big picture. They're like, they have a firewall between the real people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, here's a contract. Yeah, here's a contractor. Hey, here's what we need you to do. Okay. Oh, we're going to pay you this much money. And, but we need you to do it indiscreetly. And here, you know, here's maybe they come up with some bogus reason. Here's why we need you to do it indiscreetly. Yeah. And then after they get paid for this, they're like, Hey, you can you know, and then they saw what it what right. happened. They were like, "Oh my gosh, right. I did that. I was the cause." But then they can't say anything for right. fear, or maybe somebody visited yeah. them. It's that's kind of two of them right there. Yeah, because you got these black shadowy uh, figures, you know, that's nefariously going. You know, this is this the uh, this is for national security, and I believe in it. And you know, you need me on that wall. You want me. On you that want wall. me on that. You know what I'm saying? That guy. He's like, I'm doing everything I can to protect this country, even though you don't like it. You got those guys, then you got the guys of, oh, this is another job. We're putting thermite in the in the columns. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> I need. Yeah, I gotta get the kids on that one. We've been going through '80s movies, by oh, the way, because yeah. uh, you know, Vid Angel, we can just watch. And what oh, we can't right. find on Vid Angel, we can put on. There's a new thing called Clearplay. Oh, okay. It's an it's an extension you can put on Chrome. Oh, okay. And then just watch it on a web, you know, and just. Anyway, that's cool. So we're going through '80s movies. movies. Yeah, Susan said we're raising them right. You are raising, but them. <laughs> the '80s movie. We already went through Predator. Oh, it's a yeah. great one. Yeah, and I said the best line Dylan, in all movies is a- <laughs> best line in best best line in right. cinema. All history. of it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have a buddy that's constantly quoting uh, Jesse Ventura from Predator. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time to bleed. You got time to duck. <laughs> I ain't got time to bleed. That guy's dug in here like an Alabama tick. Anyway, um, 2005, the National Institutes of Standards and Technology, or NIST, released its report on World Trade Center 1, 2, 1 and 2. It was a 10,000-page report, but it does not address the actual collapse. <laughs> Almost 10,000 pages. Yeah. What, who's writing this stuff? I don't know. Like, what are they rambling on about for <laughs> 10,000 pages? And y'all didn't address the collapse. Yeah. That's the most biggest thing you should address. I feel sorry for the people that read that. And they're like, all right, we're going to get into the collapse here soon. And they, yeah. they get to the end of the 10,000 pages and they're like, we didn't even talk about Hey, guys, about we're not talking about the collapse. What we're talking about is how jet fuel burns and built and brings buildings down. Right. 
In 2008, NIST released its report on World Trade Center 7. They did not analyze one piece of steel nor test a controlled demolition hypothesis, which is what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Rather, they built a computer model with a predisposition that it was a fire-induced collapse. The parameters used have not been released in that program, in that model. Yep. What? Um... (laughs) While admitting there was a period of free fall for 2.25 seconds. 2.25 seconds. That's how long. They provide no explanation as to how this is possible mm-hmm. since their progressive collapse theory is based on systemic collisions and trigger failures. Interesting. My next point, the law of conservation and momentum simply cannot allow for a progressive movement through resistance at a rate of free fall. Physics here, guys. Yep. Just a law of physics. It cannot happen. You can't move through resistance Mm -hmm. at free fall speed. Correct. You know why they have to, you know why demolition buildings have to do the way they do? Resistance. Yes. They have to bring it down like that. They have to remove because it'll tump over. Right. It'll it'll destroy other buildings. Yep. Um, William Rodriguez, a twenty-year employee of the World Trade Center, had an office on the basement one level. Okay, there was two. I think there was three basement levels. Mm-hmm. He was on basement one as his office. He stated there was an explosion at eight forty-six a.m. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember when the towers? Okay, so 8.46, get the timeline. Okay. He said it was so forceful that it pushed people up off the floor that they were on. He accounts that this came from below him. So there's, there's B3 and B2 level below him. He's on B1, his office. Mm-hmm. He said the explosion pushed him up. He said um, he went to verbalize this, and then when, when he went to tell people about what just happened, that's when he heard the plane hit. Mm. Okay. So he was in the... That's William Rodriguez. You can look him up. So he was in the North Tower then because that was the one that was hit first around that time. Okay. So he heard an explosion. It lifted people off the floor, and it was below him in the basement level below him. Okay. Several eyewitness accounts uh, state that the lobby was blown first. They come through the lobby, and it looked like everything was gone. Yep. It was just demolished. How do you explain that? Uh, I mean, you can't. It, it definitely wasn't caused by the airplane, which no, which if it crashed up top there, why would why would the lobby be destroyed? Out. Yeah, you it would. You wouldn't even feel the airplane impact from where he was in B one or B two or whatever you said he was in. How do we know for sure? Because it crashed only only eleven floors were above where the plane crashed right. into the North Tower. So there's a lot of cold steel in between. So my instincts say that like you probably wouldn't get lifted up off the ground like that from the plane. <laughs> if if there's that much distance between you and the impact. Sure. But, you know, it is just conjecture. Yeah. It is. I'm guessing here. But uh, also another uh, eyewitness, Philip Morelli. He was in sub-basement four of the North Tower. And he states he was hit with an explosion in the corridor and it threw him to the floor. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yep. Um... What do you have on World Trade Center Building 7? Building 7? 
Um, so yeah, we can. So get- we talked about the first two towers. It's very strange. The pancake theory doesn't doesn't work doesn't with resistance. Up. No, it doesn't hold with up physics. So right, how it happened, we we have no Explain. evidence. Well, we have little clues like thermite and explosions and things like that, but we can't really say, hey, this guy went in here and did this. It's right. just right. We have to go. Oh, nineteen hijackers took the buildings yeah. down with fire. Yep. Okay. And kind of piggybacking off what you just said about, you know, people reporting explode hearing explosions, seeing explosions, yeah. all these there's like 120 people that have come forward and said, "Hey, I saw explosions. Hey, I heard explosions from these three towers." Yeah. Um so yeah, kind of getting into building 7. So this building, you know, NIST says it was brought down from heavy debris and fires that started in the building. But um when you look at it, it was kind of destroyed in the manner of like a classic implosion falling suddenly, symmetrically, and in absolute free fall into its own footprint. Um, exactly. No resistance. Yep. And uh, in the 9-11 commission report, there's no mention of any of the things that Barry Jennings was talking about. He's an interesting character when you get into Building 7. So um, for people that don't know who Barry Jennings is, he was the deputy director of the Emergency Services Department for the New York City Housing Authority. Wow. And... Yep. So he was in Building 7, him and a guy called Michael Hess, who's uh, the New York City Corporation Council. I, d- I don't know what that title is, but that's what he was. And they were actually rescued from World Trade Center 7 before it collapsed at 5.20 p.m. Uh, and... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Mm-hmm. Let's just... Let me just take that in for a second. It collapsed at 5.20. Mm-hmm. When did people start evacuating Building 7? And why did he have to be rescued? He So, yeah, he had to be rescued. Uh, so we can talk about what he said during his interview okay. with ABC News on the afternoon of 9-11. Okay. So people started... We'll, we'll come back to that then. Yeah, so we'll people... Circle st- back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, during his interview with ABC News and I think several other occasions, uh, Barry Jennings stated that explosions had trapped him and Michael oh. Hess inside of the building. Um and that they continued to hear explosions throughout the building until what? they were eventually saved by firefighters. Um, so what happened was they were on the 23rd floor of the building, started hearing explosions, and then began their attempt to exit the building by going down the stairs. And they Do we t- have a timeline on this? Um, no, it just, okay. I don't have the exact timeline right. on it. But um, So yeah, basically they're on the 23rd floor, they took the stairs down, and then they were trapped by a large explosion, leaving them stranded on the eighth floor, unable to proceed any further. And there's actually a video of Michael Hess yelling for help out of a broken window from the eighth floor. Oh, wow. So there's video evidence backing this up. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, so they're unable to proceed any further, but luckily both Jennings and Hess were rescued from uh, the building by firefighters. They were able to get up there and get them down. So, yeah, that's his story, and, uh, you know explosions are not mentioned at all in how building seven came down. Yeah. But you have two guys that were trapped inside of tower seven by an explosion, hearing explosions all throughout the building, telling ABC news this and their testimony is just left out completely from Mm. the official story of what Mm -hmm. happened. So the fact that they're not willing to talk about the explosions makes it very weird. Yeah. Very, very weird. I just, while you're... Yeah, because they said it it went down with fire. Yeah. Yeah. I, just while you were talking, uh, I was thinking, 
if this was hypothetically an inside job um, by our government, and it was explosion that we detonated, and so that can collapse upon itself. Mm-hmm. Why would I do that? So the question is, why mm-hmm. least damage around the city? You know, because then they have to. Uh, I mean, if they were, if it were to collapse, like, or if it were the building were to fall, like a building should, mm-hmm. right, topple over, mm-hmm. then there would be a lot more damage around the city, a lot more casualties. So this is the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. If they were do a, you know, an explosion to collapse the building upon itself, mm-hmm. and it makes sense. And I was well. Let's think about this. Since you just said that, <clears throat> how would they have? T- <laughs> they, there's no way they could have toppled the building. Like get it to fall over. You're saying, yeah. Rather, how than- would you have done that? No, like I'm saying, if it was, if it wasn't, if it was a free fall, yeah. If it wasn't a free fall, and if it was just the building, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, there would have been a lot more. Yeah, there would have been a lot more damage. But th- there's no way. How do you get a building? It was. It was designed to withstand you know a 757 and, and this building didn't even get hit by a plane yeah it just right. got, it just got hit by debris and a lot of other buildings got hit by debris too and didn't a fall lot down. of them yeah. yeah and didn't fall down there didn't was, fall down yeah there was damage to other buildings fires and other buildings that did not result in a collapse but this one did yeah and we'll get into why in a minute because there's some interesting documents yeah that resided in building seven yeah i want to hear about those documents I mean, everything about this is just it's weird. Um, since you just said that, I just looked up on Amazon. There is a book called uh, World Trade Center 7 Examining Barry Jennings. I've, I'm going to have to read this book now. Yeah. Um, have y'all seen? See, I watched the documentaries before we did this show. Y'all, y'all watch Loose Change? Yes. That's a good one. And then the, the updated Loose Change? Mm-mm. Yeah. You need to watch it, Jason. I think I saw the original. What platform? Yeah, there's a... Um, it's on BitChute. Um, yeah, it's out there. It's, I think it's on Rumble as well. It might have gotten scrubbed off YouTube, though. I think a lot of the 9-11... I think I saw the new one, the updated one on YouTube. Oh, it's on YouTube? Yeah. Oh, okay, nice. Good. It's called Loose Change. There's an updated one, which they just go over a lot of the um, people that were survivors. Mm. And, no, no, I'm sorry. The families of people that died. They were, like, telling stories of these individuals, the, the family members. Because some of them got remains back. Like I was telling you last week, like, some of the guys had remains back were... His and the front of his face was completely blown, but the back was intact. Oh, Stuff wow. like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Huh. Stuff like that. They got the remains, and the family members are like, "Hey, these are questions. Mm-hmm. Like, why is why is this guy?" And some people got just you know like bone fragments, and they couldn't identify a lot of people. Right. Um. So yeah, that sounds like an interesting book then, because he's he's sort of a. A, I'm a gonna shadowy buy this. It's only five now. bucks on Kindle. I'm buying this thing to, because I need to. I need another timeline. I, I really didn't delve into uh, uh, Barry Jennings. Yeah, and Barry and, Jennings is supposedly dead. And yeah, I heard that he once he came out, and I saw an interview of him on on uh, the network, and then he like mysteriously died like weeks or months later. Yeah. So like the last interview he gave, I guess he was in fine health and then all of a sudden like he went to the hospital and was just like dead very very quickly yeah you know, that that can happen you know that happens to people but yeah sure um, happens all the time sure it does yeah and uh 
I, I guess people are not sure if he's dead. Um, I don't know. I was just reading about what people were saying online, and some people think it's weird. Some people do think he's dead. Some people think he's not really dead. Um, he's not dead. He could. He might not be dead. We're not sure. Well, I mean, Jenny. So um, I need to find out because I don't think I did enough research. There is something that do you know? Do you have the documents? There was something that resided in Building Seven. Um. What you were just talking about? Yeah. Oh, do you I, have that in your notes? No, I don't. But I've got to find. Did you get it? No. There's uh, something. I I, I got to go look it up now. This is bad. There, the, the reason Building 7 is so interesting is because of what the, there's documentation that they kept in Building 7. Okay. Like, why is it destroyed and not Building 4 or Building 3? Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. Keep talking with some bullet points. Yeah, I don't have that in my notes, but um, yeah, I can't remember. We didn't talk last time about other buildings that burned and didn't collapse because there's actually like kind of a decent number of buildings throughout history since like the 70s where buildings were like on fire for hours and just did not collapse. Um, So it's worth noting that there was a building in 1970 one New York Plaza, a 50-story office building that burned for over six hours between the 32nd and 36th floors. So it burned for over six hours, did not collapse. Mm. Yep. Eventually, they got the fires under control. Same thing happened in 1991. A 38-story skyscraper in Philadelphia burned for 18 hours. 1931. 1991 burned for 18 hours across eight different floors. And it was the most significant fire of the century. The building did not collapse. Wow. Yeah. These are all, there's like a handful of them that they go over in this uh, loose change documentary that I went over, but it's fascinating because if we're going to give the justification of the fire that this building collapsed because it burned. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Have have you seen the top where there's like a penthouse on the top? Of Building it, 7? Yeah. And it goes first. You can see it just kind of fold over. Yes. And then the rest of the... That's the first thing that goes. Yes. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yep. I don't understand the... Um, oh, here's a layout here. Here's Building 1, 2. There's Building 4. There's World Trade Center 6. There's Number 5. Where's... Oh, there's 7 right here, right in front of it. There's a post office right beside it. Verizon was right beside World Trade Center 7. Cool. So these buildings did get hit, like four, five. There's no reason. Look how close Building 4 is to, to World Trade Center 2. Very close. You can't tell me that that fires didn't break out in that thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it didn't go. in World Trade Center 3 and 6. That's weird. Okay, keep going. I got to find I gotta find out what happened. What was what was in there? Yeah, I got to find that. I, I remember reading something which made it really sp- suspicious because there's a lot of documents that um, – we're destroyed. Hold on. I got to keep going. Yeah. So, I mean, while you're looking into that, do we kind of want to get into some of the aftermath? Of yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and go with 9/11? aftermath. Like, like Department of Homeland Security and Department Patriot. of Homeland Security. What have we lost? Yeah, exactly. What freedoms did we lose? I mean, and, and there's so much that we can go over from, from that going into the Iraq war, Afghanistan, Saddam Hussein. Oh, before yeah. we do that, I, because you mentioned this earlier, you were saying why. Yeah. But that's one of the reasons. Go to go in Iraq. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. The most of the times that America has gone to war, the public has to be needs in to be yeah. in support of it. Yeah. Yeah. You think of anything, Pearl Harbor, support. Support. Mm-hmm. Um 
Vietnam. The support. Goal, support. At the beginning, and then it kind yeah. of dwindled away. So this one here, uh, everybody was, oh, my gosh, yeah. Arabs, Muslims. This is a lot. That's the last time um, the, both the, parties were unified with, I, I think there was one person in Congress that voted against it because she's like, we shouldn't make this kind of decision when we're emotionally unstable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they all booed her and got her out. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the for the war on terror you're talking about? Yeah. Yep. To go into Iraq. Yeah. Or I, uh, I know, Afghanistan. I know Ron Paul was one of the people that was against it, too. Um, I can't remember if he was in Congress or the Senate, but so, yeah, uh, there was a minority of people. Right. So, I mean, right after this, like, we went into Afghanistan, right? We went uh-huh. into Afghanistan so we could find Al-Qaeda yeah. and destroy them. Okay. Yep. We we didn't. Mm-hmm. We didn't find bin Laden. Um, we pulled out, and then we went to Iraq. Yep. Like immediately after, because they said they had weapons of mass destruction. Oh yeah. By the way, well, since we're over here, let's right. let's, let's go into this country and invade because they could have weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. But what does that have to do with what happened at? In New York. Yeah, they, they gave them. It has nothing. I always get confused of that whole thing. Like, because I know there were sanctions on Saddam Hussein. Hey, the sanctions, you can't so do this, you can't do that. They and thought he was harboring terrorists. That's what they told him. That, that was the reason yeah. why. But they, they, went, they went in there for, for political reasons. They went in there for oil. They went in yeah. there for regime change regime and change. steal the wealth of right. Iraq, basically. They, it had to do with Iraq and Israel and just the Middle East in general. Like, um, there, there was just a lot of things at play that if we went in there and took Saddam out, then it would change the the course of the Middle East as and it has as yeah. we know it. Oh yeah, um, just from that. And uh, so I mean, there was so there were so many reasons why we did that, but at the time, no one really questioned it. And then the excuse they got gave us with weapons of mass destruction. Oh yeah, that makes sense. You know, as for the public, yeah, yeah, man, we don't want those. That's yeah. terrible. We don't want those launched at us. Uh huh. And then when they went in there and found that he didn't, right, and still stayed. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't find anything, uh, but we're gonna stay here. Just uh, we didn't. Yeah. Now we're gonna let uh, the people have a democracy here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put in a government. Yeah. And let the people vote. And then created. We a took power your vacuum. crazy dictator out of the way, so now y'all can vote for who you really want. Be, be like us Americans. Yep. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's not going to work. So yeah, basically, nine eleven gave us. It created an excuse to launch a series of these regime change wars that we did all over the world. Basically, um, yeah, like you mentioned, they've going, done it in Ukraine. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Going into Iraq to topple Saddam Hussein who was not only not involved in 9-11 at all, at all, all, also did not have the weapons of mass destruction like mainstream media was saying he had. Um, And then we allegedly, and I put allegedly in quotes here because I think we did it, uh, plundered Iraq of its wealth by looting gold and oil from them. I I heard over fifty yeah. trillion dollars is the price tag on not that. allegedly. Yeah, I know. I put, I put I, Yeah, I know. People don't think that happened, but I really think that happened. Oh and, yeah. Did you see Saddam's house? His palace? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, who lives like that? Saddam. Saddam. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then going into Afghanistan, um, you know, there's a lot of 
you know, important things there that we can take too. There's lithium mines. Lithiums are used in, you know, the batteries, batteries yeah. of everything I mean, these days. Smart, phones. Smartphones, your MacBook Pro, all your stuff. Poppy fields, you know, we might be in the drug trade. We're not sure. We might drug t- trade? Yeah. Us? The CIA? Oh, yeah, there's tons the of poppies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Take God. the poppy fields over there. Um, and then going going down into Libya to kill Gaddafi. Omar Gaddafi. Yep. Take control of the gold, silver, and diamonds that they had down there. Um, Yeah, it's just like a pattern that repeated itself for like a very long time. The war on terror lasted forever. Is it still going on? We're not sure. Well, they pulled out of... um what was the war on terror? We just pulled out of what Afghanistan? Afghanistan. That was a that was horrible. Was that part of that? Yeah, I mean, that was, was that. Hey, let's get out of here. We're it's finally over. That, yeah, that's yeah, that's why we were there in the first place is because of this. It's part. like we moved around all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Iran. Did we ever do Iraq? Yeah, yeah. We were in Iraq. Iraq. That's yeah. That's, that's uh, Saddam. Saddam. Okay, yep. so Iran. Yeah, were we in Iran? Now, Afghanistan. 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 Wow. In Libya, which is in Libya. Africa. Yes, in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, here's what's strange. What you just said, I was in Desert Storm and Shield when supposedly, well, Saddam was Iraq, right? Right. Supposedly went into Kuwait and invaded. Right. We went over there to help the Kuwaitis. Is it, was that? Uh, that was 93, 92, 93. <coughs> okay. Yeah, Bush, right? The first, uh, Bush right, year. exactly. So it was almost, so, oh, Kuwait, we're going over, Saddam pushed back. We didn't do anything then. No. It's almost like Set up. we got a second try. Yeah. No, if all how, are we, how do we do this the next time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was really strange because we didn't do any mass, you know, weapons of mass destruction then. We just pushed them back, said, hey, stay away from the Kuwaitis. Yeah, I read an article um, that stated um, Dick Cheney was incredibly unimpressed with our first attempt. Uh, to go into Iraq. And so that that kind of was one of his main goals as vice president. Like, I want to get into the Middle East again and do it right. And they just never did. Or they couldn't because they went in there without a game plan. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know They didn't know the land. They didn't know the structure. They didn't know the culture. They didn't know any of the society. So they went in there blindfolded. They didn't have an objective. Like, the war at war and terror. What is that? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Like, what's what's your goal? What's your end goal, and how are we going to accomplish this end goal? And they, I watched this whole documentary of how it was just a big waste of trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars mm-hmm. from the American people to, with, without a plan. Right. We were just shoveling money, sho- shoveling troops over there. Yep. And they never could get it right. They never got it right, ever. In the printing press at the Federal well, Reserve, what was, running what was, hot the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was getting it right? They, they didn't have a goal. They, their goal was to, they said their goal was to end the war on terror. It was, that's a, such a broad, but you need specific strategic um, points and goals to, to have that accomplished. And they didn't have any. No, because, and here's why. Because they were always like, usually you have a boogeyman to go after, yeah. which is a country. Yeah. China, Russia, you know, Vietnam. You have a country go, hey, we, whatever you're doing, we don't like it. Of course, when they invaded Kuwait, that was like, hey, we're going against Saddam Hussein and I, the Iraqi people. The war on terror, it was like, there's terrorists, but they don't belong to a country. Right. Mm-hmm. And so where do we find these people? Well, we're going to invade all these countries that yeah. we think that you're harboring. Yeah, we can go anywhere we want, basically. Yeah. Yep. So that, that kind of explains like what the, you know, 
foreign policy agenda was behind 9-11 is to do all that. But Sorry to cut you off, Mike, but now yeah. I was just thinking about it. I was watching this video of Colin Powell going to the UN and expressing why we need to go into Iraq. And he, they said, we have evidence that they have weapons of mass destruction. That was it. So I saw the video of him saying that to the UN, yes. convincing them we need to go in there. And they didn't have any evidence. Yeah. So none. they went in front of the UN and said, hey, we have all this convincing evidence that they have weapons of mass destruction. And then they didn't have any. And does just no one ask for any evidence? Like, <laughs> okay, dude, you mentioned the evidence. Let's see. Let's see a shred of it. Wait, did you just say you had evidence? Okay, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, that's, that's all, all we, we need, need, man. Let's go. If you, yeah. You're keeping it in a cave somewhere, right? <laughs> that's unbelievable. Yep. I couldn't believe that. I was like, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else? What else has happened aftermath? And uh, you know, uh, I guess domestically, what I think a, a major purpose of nine eleven was is to basically scare people into becoming comfortable with uh, accepting the infringement of their rights. The surveillance state. In exchange for a false sense of security. That's domestically what I think was a big agenda point. For, I think that's theater. Yeah. Yep. You, you, you like theaters, like the TSA, all that is just theater to make it seem like they're secure. Mm. There's no, there's really no security, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's not. Nobody's going to try to come through an airport terminal with a pipe bomb, right? Nobody. Mm-hmm. Who's dumb enough to do that? Even when there was no TSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, it kind of establishes this guilty until proven innocent, rather than innocent until proven guilty mindset that has kind of carried forward in a lot of different ways. And um, it also brought forth the enhanced interrogation techniques that were used by the CIA and uh, various elements of the U.S. Armed Forces that was authorized by the Bush administration. Guantanamo um, Bay. Which, yeah, we can get into some of that. So Let's go. Yeah. Methods. Yeah, so um, you said you found some really disturbing methods. Some very disturbing methods. So methods... Of this, I guess it's important to say that enhanced interrogation and interrogation techniques is basically a euphemism, a euphemism for torture. Torture, right? yeah, that's what it is. They had, to, they, I mean, they yeah, had to word it that way so they could get through the Geneva. Um, yeah, yeah, and like the Red Cross and yep. all the people that chime in on what's torture and what's right. not torture. Well, um, I mean, there was plenty of torture done at, at you know, you know, MIAs. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm sorry, POWs. POW camps. Yeah, that's why. Um, what's his name? And uh, they didn't. I don't think they were trying to get in for Rambo. No, McCain. Oh, McCain. Yeah, yeah. He was a big advocate against torture because he was a because he was tortured. He yeah. was. Yeah. So, and I don't know if they're getting information or they're just doing it to have fun or just to be mean. They're doing it for. I mean, they, for this was because it was for information. Yeah, and and um, one of the guys that was tortured. So, uh, his name is Khalid Sheikh Muhammad. Sheikh. Yep. He came out afterward that said. Uh, I told my interrogators exactly what they wanted to hear to make it stop. And so let's, let me stop right there. Go. So that's, they, they used his information when they interrogated, interrogated, and this is what they said, the government, U.S. government. They used that information to go into Iraq because he's the one that said, oh, yeah, they have weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. So they went in there because some guy was getting tortured, 
and said, yeah, man, they do. And so then, then they were like, oh, that's all we need. Yeah. Do yeah. you think that they thought that he was really saying that? Or were they like, hey, we need somebody to say that. Yeah. So we give, can give do this. Even though, they, well, he, well, we really think there's mass destruction right, weapons right. in there. I mean, they could have done that. Yep. Yeah, we need him. to Here's what we need him to say so we can do X, Y, Z. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And if I put stuff under his fingernails, he's probably going to say it. Yeah. Yeah. And the CIA admits to waterboarding him and two other people that were implicated in the 9-11 tax. Yeah. That's what they admit to. But, you know, methods of this enhanced interrogation techniques include beating, binding a person in a contorted stress position. So basically tying you up in a position where your body just hurts. Okay. Um, Hooding, which is where they put a hood over your head and leave you like that for a long time, which sounds like my Friday night. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subjecting you to deafening noise, sleep disruption, sleep deprivation to the point of hallucination, uh, deprivation of food and drink, waterboarding, sexual humiliation. Uh, so, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that that yeah just naked yeah and then bring in people to make fun of you or something uh and then subjection to extreme heat or cold confinement into small coffin like uh boxes and then giving you medically unnecessary um enemas oh yeah that's what they did that that, i don't think enemas ever necessary yeah and that's even medically that's what we know that's what we know that they did so i mean and uh, I mean, like, now, who reported that? But just let's hold on before they thought, hey, how do we get this guy to talk? I know a way. An enema. Yeah, will get him. Yeah. Once yeah. you once you get people. Let's put some garlic and butter up there. <laughs> yeah. So, Sheesh. you know, who knows what they were putting up there? That's it's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, former guards and inmates of Guantanamo Bay have basically all come forward and said this. And they also said that. Some of the deaths, which the military called suicides at the time, were in fact homicides under torture. So they tortured people too far and killed them. Dang. Yeah. So that all of that came out of 9-11, war on terror. Yeah. Let's get people to say what we, we need them to say so we can do other things across the pond to middle the Middle East. Yep. We got this testimony through torture. Now let's go... Act on it, basically. Have you seen video of them uh, bringing the prisoners from uh, the Middle East to Guantanamo? No. Oh, dude. Uh, like a like a B fifty two bringing them out in shackles. Dude, they they have them in shackles, but they're all tethered together. Yeah. Okay. It was weird. I was like, dang, that is weird. With the hood on. Yeah. Yeah. The hood. They they leave a hood on your head for like days. Yeah, and let hog tied. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So have they have they stopped those? I don't know. I I think so, but well, didn't know. under Obama there was a big was thing a big to stop it because they found out about it. He yeah. said he was going to close down Guantanamo Bay, and I don't think he ever did. I think it's still open. It is. Yeah. So who as far as we know. who knows what's going on there? You know, like the number of detainees subjected to these methods has never been officially established, nor how many died from it. So we don't know those two things. So, I mean. It could be a lot of people. It would not surprise me. Wow. Yep. So it's a really scary I'm, thought. Yeah, because I'm sitting here thinking, you know, torture. <laughs> I was just, hey, guys, just don't even do anything. What, what do y'all need to know? Yeah, what do you need to know? What, what, what do you what got? I, I got you. I got you. Yeah, what yeah. Do, I can tell you whatever you want to hear. Yeah. Seriously. 
Just just tell me that they have weapons of mass destruction. Just say it. Yeah, yeah they do. Okay, that's all we need. Let's go, guys. I wonder if they I wonder if they did those questions like that. Yeah, I'm sure. Probably. You don't know what are they asking? Like a very leading question. Like what are yeah, what are they what are you asking? Yeah, tell us where the yeah. weapons of mass <laughs> Is destruction. Is it on this map right here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell us about your buddies in Iraq. With did the- <laughs> did the World Trade Center, did somebody blow it up with thermite? <laughs> and then start torching them. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy that that actually happened. You know, this is something that's true that we're talking about. And we only know what's been declassified, basically. So let your imagination run where it goes with that. I'm sure it went far beyond what most of us can even think of. Yeah. And, and then and then we pulled out of uh, Afghanistan with a whole Biden yep. uh, debacle. Slop, sloppily. I mean, bad. Leaving left, by- left all the stuff for the Taliban. Yeah, leaving behind billions and billions so of dollars. So do y'all think, I mean, since that's a, that's a vacuum of power that's going to be consumed by, by the Taliban, uh, is, that, is that setting up another 9-11 or another attack on our soil? Because we haven't seen one since then, have we? No, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen again. Um, I think that's going to create um instability over there for another um another country like russia to go in there and win this time i mean because that's why they oh yeah they russia was attacking afghanistan back yeah back in the 70s so i think that we know why they did that i don't know why i know i know why they're doing but they left a power vacuum we talked about that in episode one i remember i mean they might do that again after they take uh ukraine yeah i mean it's just with everything that's happening in Ukraine, I don't know. I, I don't, if, start going on a tangent, but if, if if that happens, then I can see Russia going uh, after after Afghanistan. If they take a part of Ukraine, mm-hmm. which I think they're going to. I think they're going to annex a part of Ukraine for sure. I mean, they already did in 2013, mm-hmm. right? And then um, they'll just take it all. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're especially interested in, like, the eastern part of the country, right? Like, the Donbass region mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, so that that seems to me like they might be able to do that pretty soon. Yeah. Um, and I've, well, heard, I've heard talks of that as well. What's strange is, like, for instance, uh, I mentioned Desert Shield and Storm. When Saddam invaded Kuwait and we came to their aid. Mm-hmm. But we're not doing that for the Ukraines. We're just sending them money. Strange, isn't it? Mm-hmm. How come we're not going over there and, and fighting the Russians back to their, their homeland? I, I think if we did that, that would probably be like a linchpin to World War III. Maybe. <laughs> no, it would be. 100%. Yeah. I, I think, you know, at that point, it's only a, you know. So it would be the world against Russia? It would be Hey, NATO. get back here. Get pushed back. It would be NATO against, NATO against Russia, China, and North Korea. Yeah. And whoever aside. Really? Yeah. Well, I know those two powerhouses, China so, and Russia. I mean, you, there's, there's, that'd be a big enemy. That, Not, I mean, you don't want to go. I'm serious. Today in our government or our military today, I don't think, I don't think I don't, we'd win. Mm-mm. And we're on the same side as Germany. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You said you guys said we don't. You don't think we would win? No. Have you seen our military? Oh no, no we would win. Oh I mean, really? With, yes, one hundred percent. The United States uh, military is by far the most advanced military in the world. Okay. Yeah. God bless America. Okay, guys. Are I you just saying win. that? No, 100%. Have man. you seen? Did you or, see wait, that? Did you have see you that seen plane Russia? I sent you at that Air Force Base? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was years That's ago. That's Dice Air Force Base. I know. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? No relation. No relation. Yeah. Um, I think no, right. no, no, no. No, here's, here's why I'm saying this. I've, I'm saying this because of the 
um, commercials that I've seen to um, to Russia. Hey, I want you to join our armed forces. It looks like um, Ivan Drago just joined the military and come join me. And then you've got us over here talking about my two moms and I can't wait to serve and, and build some knitting baskets I just felt like they would pul- you know, pulverize sure, us because hand to hand combat. Yeah, I, we'd sure. get beat that's up. what that's why I'm saying that. And maybe it's propaganda. Maybe those small voices of, hey, my two moms, I'm in the military. Maybe that's not a really true representation, but they got the loudest voice. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and maybe Russia's just propaganda going, yeah, I think most of it's propaganda for Russia. And then the Chinese, you see that? Those military things. You're like, what? I'm yeah. scared now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chinese, I think, would be the, the most formidable opponent. But um, I, I just think, as a whole, United States and the military, we're more unified as a, um, for a greater good. And I think that goes along a longer way than if it was for just world dominance like Russia and China would want. Okay. Yeah, so I, I hope we don't get involved because I'd worry that their military strategy would be like, hey, let's just take out the U.S. because they're NATO allies. Like, once we steamroll the U.S., their NATO allies are... They they're going to fold. They, they can't fend for themselves. No, they they're going to fold. They can't. Without the U.S., they're done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, you know... Um, How would you take us out, though? I don't know. They'd just both focus on us for a second. Just nukes. Yeah. Nu- they'd have to nuke us. Yeah. I mean, seriously, th- think about that for a second. When you say nukes, because that is... That's world... Ending. ending it is yeah. yeah i'm like would somebody actually go let me do that just so i can end the world i mean what's your future plan come up out yeah. of a bunker in 50 years and then hopefully my, the fall, you know what i'm saying I, yeah i don't know because they can't, i hope people don't think that way but because they can't they can't come here and try to Russia couldn't come here and try to take over the United States like they're no. trying to do with Ukraine. They've seen Red Dawn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that, that wouldn't work here. Not with us red-blooded Americans. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. I mean, it's fun, you know, we joke around and stuff, but seriously, it we would fight back. Absolutely. Yep. People would lay their lives down. 100%. For yep. their family. 100%. Yeah. The Second Amendment. Exactly. Yes, they yeah. would they would prote- they would protect and do everything they can. Um but listed. yeah, you're right. They yeah. couldn't do that. But the only way they could do it is by a nuclear yeah. attack. Yeah. Yep. And how many people would you? Well, I would have to say world ending. How, how many would have to go off? Let's just say you threw a, a nuke at New York. Just one. Just one's done. I mean, is that is, that's not the end of the world, is it? No, but you you would Cripples. you would get the impacts of that nuke in New York, like down in Florida, and like. Good lord! Yeah, uh huh. It wouldn't be like blasted out, but you'd get like fallout. You'd get yeah. so half of America. Yeah, you'd get like a gigantic radiated zone, the East Coast, yeah. basically. And then the people that survive that would probably flood into other parts of the countries where you know the infrastructure can't support them. And then, so is would it be the same scenario as Chernobyl? You can't go into that. Is oh, it that yeah. bad? Yeah, one hundred percent. That yeah. that place is dead ten, for years, ten times. Yeah, ten times. That, Wow. Yeah, Ten times. Yeah. Um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, yeah. So, sh- a shameless plug uh, for Joe Rogan here. Joe <laughs> Rogan. <laughs> if you guys get a chance, um, listen to the last episode with Tulsi Gabbard. Um, dude. I saw that. Uh, did you watch yeah, the Yeah, it was scary. Yeah. When she like, talked. she's saying he's like poking the bear. Yeah. Trying to get him to start a war. Yeah. World War Three is, is on the Who's, on the who's poking the bear? Biden. Biden's poking the yeah. bear? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I saw I saw clips from that episode where she's talking about the military industrial complex yep. and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and how we're funding uh, Ukraine and it's just I don't why are we dumping tons of money? Yeah, over I have there? no idea where the money's going. Yep, 
No. It's we sure don't. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting that we're doing that. Yeah, should we talk about Department of Homeland Security a little bit? Because that, that's a, a part we haven't brushed yeah, on yet. Yeah, 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 hit it. So this is still, we're still on the aftermath of 9-11. Yep, so yeah, aftermath of 9-11. So Department of Homeland Security began operations in 2003 as a result of the Homeland Security Act of 2002, which was enacted in a direct response to the 9-11 attacks. Um, so, you know, Department of Homeland Security is widely criticized for a number of things. Uh, unconstitutionality, you know, they violate the Fourth Amendment in many different ways. Um, they carry out civil asset forfeiture, if you're aware of that. No, what is that? Uh, I mean, let's say you're going through the airport and they find $10,000 cash in they your... Keep it. Uh, yeah, they could take your mm-hmm. money, just take it. No warrant or anything. They'll just take your money and you'd be like, well, hey, I, you know, I pay cash for everything. I don't use a credit card. Not anymore. Whatever your reason is, you could have had a, yeah. a justifiable reason for having $10,000 cash. They can take that from you and then now you have to lawyer up and maybe you'll get your stuff back. What yeah, is their justification? You could have been using it for nefarious purposes. And now it's, <laughs> yeah. Now it's the U.S. Yeah. government's. Yeah. You oh, could have been, you could have been, you know, I'm <laughs> like money's not real. Change. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to print some more, bro. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So they, they basically could take anything you anything of yours without a warrant, um, which is, it's been going on. Now since, how far reaching is that? You see, you mentioned airport. Yeah. Airport. I mean, it, it's happened a lot of different times and it didn't start with nine 11 and uh, the department of Homeland security, but they definitely have been running wild with it from things I've read on the internet. And um, they're also widely criticized for mission creep as well. So like one thing... Mission creep? Mission creep. Okay. Yes. So they were established, you know, for the original mandate of war on terror. That's why we have the Department of Homeland Security. They're going to keep us safe from the war on terror domestically. And Thank you. Recently, the Department of Homeland Security has been working to curb speech that it considers dangerous. Oh, no. Establishing a disinformation governance board to assist with the stopping of the spread of disinformation, misinformation, and malinformation. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mal? Mal. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm guessing that's for malicious. Like malware, malicious. So I think disinformation is when you tell me something in good faith, that just turns out to be false. Misinformation is you know it's false, but you tell Tell it to me. I'm lying. And I think malinformation is... The intent. Information that could be true, but it's out of context, and the intent of it is bad. Yeah. So both misinformation together is mal. This is dangerous. Yeah, so they're, you know, they obviously don't care about the First Amendment. I have a right to lie to you if I want. You do. Yeah, and, and intentionally. Yes, General, you and, have a right. I, intentionally, you no. Know, but do you? Yeah, right, right, can right, right. You? Can I make decisions not yeah. to do that? Yeah, Absolutely. but that's on me. Right, not the government to decide if I can lie to Jason or not. Right. Yep. So yeah, we do not need a government agency to be the arbiter of truth. No, we absolutely do not need that. And anyone that thinks that out there, if you're listening to our podcast, knock that off right now. Don't. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut that down. Go read the Bill of Rights. It's important. Yeah. And guess what? The big tech companies are in bed with them. Yeah, they and are. And if you want to live that way, go to China. That's yeah. how that you yeah, will that's, live. And they, they, they don't tell like it. you what to think and do. Yeah. Yeah. And see how they like it over there. Yeah. Because people come up missing. They do. Yeah. When, when they step out of line. Yeah. It's true. Yep. And that's not disinformation. That's, that's not. 
Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. And, and yeah, the Department of Homeland Security is also just like a bottomless pit of money. <laughs> it is. Oh, really? Yeah, very little oversight. Tons of money gets funneled into it. And, um, there, there have been, there's some stuff on the Wikipedia page. If you pull it up, uh, that we can maybe read about it where they're, you know, buying crazy stuff like boats and iPads and just ridiculous stuff that they've been audited for. And, uh, there's just no reason for having it. Um, so yeah, it it just kind of ties into, you know, like establishing new, Branches of government with a lack of transparency, overreaching on your, um, you know, fundamental basic human rights. Go to the criticism section on the on there. How far is that down? Uh, go up. Criticism. You got mail interception. Yeah, here oh, we here we go. Access waste and yeah. the department has been been dogged by persistent criticism over excessive bureaucracy, waste, ineffectiveness, and lack of transparency. I think you just said that. Uh, they estimate the department has wasted roughly $15 billion in failed contracts as of September 2008. In 2003, the department came under fire after the media revealed that Laura Callahan, the de- deputy chief information officer at the DHS, with responsibilities for sensitive national security databases, had obtained her bachelor's, master's, and doctorate computer science degrees through Hamilton University. Which is like a fake college. It's like a, it's like a diploma mill, I think is what they call yeah, it. Yeah, a diploma mill in a small town in Wyoming. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Wow. That's, that's the department true, was blamed for $2 billion of waste and fraud after audits by the Government Accountability Office revealed widespread misuse of government credit cards by the DHS employees with purchases including beer brewing kits, $70,000 of plastic dog booties that were later deemed unusable, boats purchased at the double retail price, and iPods for use in data, data storage. Yeah, crazy. Wow, okay. <laughs> you guys need to be shut down. Yeah. You paid for all that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the taxpayers yeah. all on the hook for all that. <sighs> Okay, what else we got? That, I'm kind of depressed. That's all I got for DHS, but, you know, the, just those few hey, bullet Hey, points. wasn't there a show called Homeland? There was. I never saw it. See, I have a date. I'm going to go watch. Probably garbage. They're it's probably true. making themselves look good. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. we're not buying iPads. Propaganda. Yeah, We're poor sure. over here. Look at our children. They have no shoes. Yeah. What? Yeah, and now they're trying to stomp out free speech on big tech. Wow, dude. It, because, I mean, so Elon... Has bought, bought Twitter. Twitter. Yep, he's trying. Th- that's just a that that thing's going crazy right now. Uh, I don't know if y'all paid attention I to that. Try not to. But you know what the the surveillance state was birthed out of probably nine eleven. All this stuff, the aftermath you're talking about. Because if y'all noticed, how many cameras are now everywhere? Mm-hmm. That's because of that. Yeah. They weren't there before. So their surveillance state, and then they were like, you know what? I don't know. If you if you hear the stories of how Facebook and Twitter and MySpace was created, all of that, I don't know if it wasn't directed by some nefarious organization because everybody has willingly put their personal data out there for everybody to see. It's, it's quite a concept. Yep. And pro and I don't know if it was coordinated by the government or they're going, 
thank God somebody come up with this idea because you've made our jobs really easy. easy. I think yeah. that's what happened, yeah. To spy on I, you. I want to talk about, I know we have an episode called Big Tech coming up. We I do. Can't wait. I can't uh, wait for that one because I'll, I'll just glance at it right here. There was something called Life Log, which was like a government project. It stopped operation the exact same day that Facebook started. And it was the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yes. Oh, wow. They're doing what I've been trying to do for the last 10 years. Yes. Yeah. We've wanted the p- people to give up their information if for free. Another um, another uh, shout out to Joe Rogan. There's another Joe episode, Rogan. Another episode. We're waiting with, for you to um, come on, Bo. Right. Bro. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be incredible. Uh, we probably have to go on his show. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys are weird. <laughs> um, but he, he had last episode or one of the episodes recently was with... Um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Yeah. Did you guys see that one? Yeah, I did. I oh. didn't see the whole thing. I saw clips and how and how he invited the government yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hey, yeah. We want you to do this. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 We'll we'll help you out yeah. under the guise of we're helping America. Yeah. He stay safe. Well. Yeah. It basically sounds like as soon as the government comes in, there's basically no resistance from them on anything that the government tells them to do. No, that's what it sounded like he was saying. He's like, oh, yeah, we got word that there might be some, you know, election meddling going on. Yeah. So we need to do this, this and this. He's like, OK. Yeah. 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 What, yeah, what, what, yeah, what a beta. Yeah. What a beta. beta. <laughs> <laughs> that's another episode about big tech that we can we can definitely delve into because, um, yeah, the whole Verizon, all the data that they got from them that is just out there. I mean. A lot of people would go, you know, I don't care because I've got nothing to hide. Exactly. People say, I got nothing to hide, but that. it's it can be used against you Absolutely. at some point. Yeah, at some point. At some point. Ask Roger Stone. Yeah. True. Yeah. FBI raid, five F- in the morning, whatever. And CNN was already there. Yeah. How'd that happen? How'd they know? Weird stuff, man. That is very weird. <sighs> yeah. Hey, that's quick. Well, 9-11 part wow. two, we nailed it. Did you say that was quick? That was quick. No, was <laughs> did, did we go over an hour this time? We're an hour and 13, but, nice, you know, okay. thank you for listening this long. If you like what we do here, please give us a follow on Spotify, like our Instagram page, our Facebook page, whatever. Go to our website, bottomofthat.com. You can listen to the show there or click your favorite platform, uh, whatever you do. Um... You know, you like you like a lot of our posts on Facebook, so... I do. If anybody... There's not a way you can like and subscribe. Oh, we have a YouTube channel, by the way. You just bottom of that on YouTube. You can subscribe to us there and leave any comments you want. So, that's somewhere you can follow us and subscribe. But you can follow us on, on Spotify, because I know when my Spotify comes up, I get a list of all the podcasts I follow just in a line. So, you can, uh, you can follow us all there. Any final thoughts? I'm kind of um, tapped out. Yeah, yeah. I think we, I think we covered the top. We did. I we think did we it got justice. it. We did it. We did, we did a pretty good justice. job. Nine eleven. If y'all like what you heard, uh, give us some comments on our our Facebook or Instagram or whatever. What's our next uh, episode? The project uh, Blackbird. Tune in next week. You might hear Wait. Jason say, "Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg <laughs> is a robot." <laughs>